Okay, so we're talking about actors. I yes. was talking about Andrew Giffried. Giffried? Yeah, give us Andrew the Garfield. cliff notes of what you said because so we didn't the hear The cliff it. notes, I was basically saying I really enjoyed him as Spider-Man. I think he was the best. Did you just think his name was Andrew Griefied or whatever he just yeah. said? <laughs> you yeah. know, Spider-Man, <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge, Andrew Griefied. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, you know. (laughs) What's up, guys? Yep, it's us again, the Cinema Seekers. Coming to you from different parts of the United States of America to review, yet again, another Spider-Man film in our road to Spider-Man Far From Home. You mean No Way Home. No Way Home. <laughs> Dang. I do that all the time, too. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they all have the same name, guys. Let's just be they honest. Do. They always have home in them. But that's good. Okay, so we're not reviewing Far From Home. Yeah, we're reviewing... Uh, you know, we are reviewing the fantastic, amazing Spider-Man. The first one in the two mo- only two Amazing Spider-Man movies that came out. <clears throat> I remember when this one came out. It was a good movie. But uh, before we get all the they way into call things... This one, they should call this one Spider-Man Kicked Out of Home because Spider-Man his kicked parents out of home. kick him out of his home <laughs> and to live with his aunt and uncle. Yeah, true. Poor Very kid. true. And as you can already hear, my co-host Connor is here with us today. What's up, but, guys? But besides Connor joining us today, we have a special guest for you guys making his return to the Cinema Seekers. And also it making is, his ramen. Oh, yeah, making his ramen. It is Sean McGat McGee. Yeah. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> this this is PG thirteen. We can't use that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just say hi. Just say hi. That's all you gotta say. Oh, no, no. That's a three letter word. We need a two letter word. Hi. Just a simple hi will do. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Five letters. <laughs> that's Sean, everybody. You're just going to hear a bunch of bleeps. That, that, that's going to be Sean. He's going to be essentially... <laughs> hear his voice one time. <laughs> the entire freaking episode. <laughs> it's, he's, he's essentially R2-D2 right now. That's, that's what he's become. He's been reduced to boops and bleeps. But he's here with us. Well, if you really today. think about it... And then on the other hand... Oh. <laughs> I think we can actually work with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> Get them all oh, out man. yet? <laughs> yet? Are you Perhaps. done yet, John? Perhaps. Hey, we can okay. use that word. That's a word we can use. <laughs> That's a word in the English dictionary. Oh, I mean, aren't all the words you said in the English dictionary? <sighs> I suppose. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> do, right, do, well, I need, 
Do I need to start <laughs> over or just can keep going? We're just going to keep going. This is <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, Connor, t- what year did The Amazing Spider-Man come out? I do not 2012! Look at 2012, that. 2012, the year Sean the world coming was supposed in clutch. to end. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember going with my family in the summer to go see it. Um, I saw this movie with Keon, of all people, who we had on not too long ago. And yeah, it was. Wait, I think I saw it with you guys. I didn't know you. No, yes, I. Wait, 2012. Oh, crap. I thought this was earlier for some reason. No, it was high school. Mm-hmm. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's freshman weird. year. I definitely would have gone with you guys. And I remember taking a picture of you in front of the Amazing Spider-Man display and you were making paper come out of his butt. <laughs> that was the second one. That was that was totally the second one because that was the, the new suit. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was the second one because I was there. <laughs> yeah, I guess Freddy was there too, yeah. <laughs> that's a great picture. That's going to have to go on the Instagram post of whatever movie. It's on my Facebook somewhere. That next movie. <laughs> that's awesome so yeah let's start with the uh, general thoughts of this movie um this movie slapped uh, yeah tell us about it it was good it wasn't bad that's it yeah short and sweet i like it uh freddy better than what were your general thoughts on other spider-man guy <laughs> disagree <laughs> What are my thoughts? I I actually, to be honest, I haven't watched this movie in a while, and rewatching it was quite enjoyable. Definitely a breath of fresh air from Spider-Man Three. I'll tell you that I definitely knew. You can definitely tell they wanted to kind of get away from that in this movie, and they did a pretty good job, in my opinion. I really liked going back and watching this movie. I definitely need to, it's another one of those I need to watch more. It's definitely not Spider-Man 2 level, but hey, I, I definitely need to watch this one more. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I haven't seen this movie in forever. It's been years since I watched it. So I was like really excited to watch it last night. And I enjoyed it. Like, definitely it was it was a fun watch. But it wasn't as good as I remembered it being. Like, part of the parts of the movie... I just was kind of bored, honestly, but, um, what I really like just, you know, getting some quick thoughts out there. I loved the Spider-Man in this movie. Like, I feel like this is a more like, uh, realistic Spider-Man, like just the way he moves and stuff like that. It was, it was very well done from that regard. And some of the character moments are pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's general thoughts from from me. I, I love the character chemistry in this movie. <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah. It definitely felt better from the last movie cuz the last the the last first Spider-Man. So I feel like the first Spider-Man there was definitely chemistry between most of the actors, but I feel like this one mm-hmm. for me achieved chemistry much faster than the um Raimi Spider-Man series. Yeah, as a whole, the dialogue felt a, a lot more natural in this movie. And I think that that's like one of the strengths of the director, Mark Webb. He did, I can't remember what the movie was called, but it was like Endless Summer or something like that. I People are going to be... More like Endless Bummer. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> Stupid. 500 days of oh. summer. Yeah, you're talking about, yeah. Oh, man, he did Gifted. Oh, Gifted's oh, a sad wow, movie. Yeah. That movie makes me I've cry. Heard, I, I haven't watch seen that it, movie. but I've heard very good things about it, and I want yeah. to watch it because it's Chris Evans. Yeah, I own it. It it makes you cry, bro. That's why I haven't watched it because I just don't want to – I don't want the emotional turmoil. <laughs> also, Emma Stone is a total smoke <laughs> show in this show. Yeah, yeah. She's she's really good in this movie. Uh, same with the next one. Like, I, I really like Emma Stone. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how you make a blonde hotter than a redhead, but they did it. <laughs> they figured it out. Isn't she naturally redheaded? <clears throat> yes. That is so weird because Kristen Dunst is naturally blonde, and they made her Mary Jane, and who is in the comics redhead, and then they did the opposite with Gwen Stacy. Very odd choice, but it's still, like, I, I love the chemistry, so I'm not mad about it. So, yeah, let's um let's get into main points then, Freddy. Oh, you uh, want to talk about the cast? Uh, oh, yeah, duh. I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because this, this, this is a brand spanking new cast. Everyone's yeah, you're right. New this time around, I feel like we need to dedicate some time to this new cast because... It was definitely new for everyone. I, I, I don't. I'm. I don't think I was as into the news of superhero movies back then and stuff. So I, I don't know what the, what the audience was thinking of Andrew Garfield going into. But I know after it, everyone. I, I liked him as Peter Parker and Spider Man. Definitely more as Spider Man. I think he's, man. Andrew Garfield definitely played Spider Man in this movie. Like they really. They really nailed how Spider-Man is in the comics. He was really good at doing all the Spider-Man-isms. He definitely captured that very well. I like him better than Tom Especially, Holland. It was a, it was a welcome change from uh, the almost emotionless Spider-Man from... Rain. I mean, he had emotions, but every time he had emotions, he would just scream. <laughs> <laughs> and this time, I would put some Andrew dirt Garfield in your portrayed... Eye. <laughs> oh my it. god we need to stop that right now because we're, we're done with that review we don't need to hear that anymore <laughs> but yeah i thought he was a good spider-man and a pretty good picker peter parker peter parker Connor, how do you think what do you think of andrew garfield as spider-man i i like andrew garfield like he's he's an amazing actor he's probably the most acclaimed actor of all three of the spider-men so i think from that perspective he's probably the best actor uh i think that his i don't know if if i like his spider-man better than tom holland's spider-man or not i think i do because it just feels more realistic uh but i definitely don't like his peter parker like <laughs> i'm sorry but i don't really care much for his peter i don't think anybody <laughs> <Peter> does <Parker. laughs> I, yeah, uh, it's just it's just I know what they were trying to do. Like they were trying to distance this movie from the Sam Raimi trilogy, which is yeah, like, like the, I definitely think they should have done that. It just didn't feel like what you commonly think of as Peter Parker. It was just like angsty and like he was kind of arrogant, which didn't really feel like Peter. It's not really until like 
he actually saves the kid in this movie that he actually feels like spider-man which is good like story writing like he had a character arc which is great but yeah i didn't like the peter parts of this i I think that uh they can't really make him a 1960s dork with a sweater vest and circle glasses in 2012 so like the douchey um Hipster. hipster vibe was like the equivalent I wouldn't say it's the equivalent. I think what they did with Tom Holland is more maps on to that feel as far as the Peter Parker stuff. But yeah, I, it's it's a take and I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. I just am not particularly fond of it. Hmm. But yeah, his Spider-Man's awesome. So, And let's move on to Emma Stone. Actually, we kind of already talked about Emma Stone. Like She was pretty awesome in this movie. I like Emma Stone a lot. Well, Gwen Stacy in the comics was so boring. Like, there was, like, the only thing that she did was be Fuck, Spider-Man's yeah. girlfriend. So she didn't really have any Agree. character straight, or, uh, traits. So, like, they kind of had to work with nothing. And they did. And it was good. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of like a blank canvas. So it, it, I think it kind of helped this movie. <laughs> that they were just like, yeah, we haven't used this character. Let's actually make her interesting. They used her in Cause... Spider-Man uh, 1. Spider-Man Wait, what? Three. Gwen Stacy's yeah, in. Uh, oh, is she in three? <clears throat> Spider-Man three. Yeah, Spider-Man three. And, well, yeah. But we she's just that. She's she's also yeah. She doesn't have anything in that movie. I don't disagree with except you. for kissing Spider-Man. Who gets kissed by Spider-Man? Yeah, she was terrible. Bryce Dallas Howard. Not that she's a bad actress. I just didn't care about Gwen Stacy in that movie at all. This movie, I actually care about her, and she's very compelling, and she has great on-screen chemistry with, um, with Andrew Garfield. Uh, the lizard. What's the? F- how do you pronounce this dude's name? Riss Iffens. <laughs> I feel so bad, but Recyphens. I can't pronounce your name, dude. Iffens. <laughs> I don't think it's Recyphens. Let me look. I'm gonna look and see if I can say it, but. I, I it's, was yeah. not a huge fan of of his character. Like I preferred Doctor Connors from the the previous Spider Man. Like I, he was just one note to me. He was just there, and he did things, and was bad for a little bit, and then was good for a little bit at the end, and that was it. I think they were just trying to do something different because remember. Uh, apparently they were going to make the lizard the bad guy in Spider-Man 4 of the Raimi movies. So they It's actually kinda... not I I misspoke when I said that. It's they were actually oh, going to do Yeah, they were actually going to do the vulture, I think. Um but I uh... think they had plans for they still had plans for Lizard because they had Dr. Connors in those movies. So I don't know when they were planning on using him. Should have been the fourth one. I don't I think that would have made more sense than the vulture, but alas um, we got I'm sure. This one. I'm sure they just took whatever plans they were gonna do with that one and just moved them to this. Well, they tweaked it so it fit this new, new universe that they were creating with Amazing Spider-Man. But yeah, he was definitely very one note. And once again, the scientists are dumb <laughs> in the Spider-Man franchise. Like, oh, that nitpicks about oh, things yes. this guy did. And I was like, really? We're still going with this trope. I don't know why. Why the Spider-Man movies are the scientists dumb? Like, doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't get this. It happened in Spider-Man 1. 
and Spider-Man 3 and then Amazing Spider-Man just I I feel like you know X-Men at Fox had the plaque that said continuity schmottinuity <laughs> the the one that says at at Sony has to say scientists are dumb that's just it has to, like it's that simple there's nothing no other plaque they have besides that plaque or maybe it just says you know i'm something of a scientist myself no oh my goodness and that's <laughs> that's worse because that i don't know but yeah it 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 once again carries that trope over from the other spider-man movies but yeah he was okay he was definitely a one note villain there to give peter parker his first trial He's better than Topher Grace's Venom. I'll give him that. <laughs> 100%. At least they changed his voice a lot better this time. Poor Peter Parker. No mother. No father. No uncle. All alone. Yeah, all right, we got time for one more cast member. Let's do Captain Stacy. Dennis Leary. Uh, he, I liked him. I liked him in this movie quite a bit, actually. I thought that he, like, had motivations, and they weren't coinciding with our protagonist motivations, and so that made for some good conflict. So I really appreciated what they did with his character. What did you think about him, both of you? I liked the part where he was dressed like a cop. Ah, yes. You mean that's, the dinner scene when he's not dressed like a cop? Like, Specifically, yes, that one. Yeah, okay. Most of the movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought he was good. I thought he was definitely... To me, he was... Besides Uncle Ben, he was like another father figure for Peter, but one that he didn't entirely agree with. Yeah, That's how I... I, yeah, I like that kind of it. contrast they have. And like you said, it created a little more conflict because I think they almost knew the conflict with the lizard was a little like kind of random and out there. Yeah. But yeah, the conflict with Captain Stacy was kind of a lot more organic, even though it kind of happens like right off the bat, like it still felt more organic. And then it comes to like a head in this movie and you get to see like um kind of a resolution to the conflict that they had together hmm. how would you have felt if they <laughs> I, like made him one of spider-man's villains like throughout the like i, I guess they kind of did that with vulture and and homecoming but i don't know i, I think that would have been interesting because i i liked their well, relationship technically technically he was he wasn't like a villain per se but he was against spider-man like they had an active warrant out for spider-man's arrest yeah so i do think they they kind of did that but it i not to the degree of what spider-man homecoming did that would have been interesting though to see captain stacy become a bad guy and like go after peter yeah that would have been interesting but i don't know i still i still like what they did with him in this movie because i I almost felt that they knew they were only going to have him in one movie as a prominent character, so they wanted to try and use him to the best of their ability, and I think they did a pretty good job. He was he definitely wasn't like the last Captain Stacy, where he's barely in the movie. <laughs> this one was 
This one was yeah. much better. You know, Dennis Leary, he did a good job portraying the character. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, honestly, I I know we want to move forward, but I did like the new Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Uh, they gave Uncle Ben a little more to do in this movie than the original one, in my opinion. Get they... down in the first ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he like he eventually gets shot. Like we all knew that was happening because he was alive at the beginning, but he definitely he had a lot more to do, and I felt I felt the bond much more with this Peter and this Uncle Ben than the uh, original one. And I think I think this is the for me this is the best portrayal of an Uncle Ben and Peter Parker relationship. Um, I still think the last. Aunt May was definitely better than this one, but Sally Field is still a pretty good Aunt May. I definitely enjoy her portrayal as that yeah. character. I, I agree with you on Aunt May, but I don't like Uncle Ben in this movie. He just kind of feels mean to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't like. He, he's he's not like terrible, but just compared comparatively to the last Uncle Ben, I just don't like him as much. And it's really dumb the way he dies because that criminal is literally trying to get away. And, like, he trips and drops his gun. And then Ben Parker is like, ah, and jumps down and grabs the freaking gun. Like, he wasn't gonna shoot you, dude. He was just trying to get away. And that, like, he basically committed suicide. Like, that's how he dies. So I, I thought that that was kind of dumb. But <laughs> I might be oversimplifying True. that, but true you're definitely i definitely see where you're coming from there but i don't know i don't i don't feel he was mean to me he was he was a gruff kind of gentle like a rough kind of gentle if that makes any sense yeah well no i i, I guess mean was a little bit mean so to speak like I, I, that, that, that maybe wasn't quite fair like I, I got what they were going for it just didn't quite feel like uncle ben to me but Maybe I'm just mapping, like, I, I don't know. I really like Cliff Robert, Robertson as Uncle Ben, so that's yeah, yeah. unfair um, assessment. That's... I I agree. but Kind of off topic, but did you guys hear about that comic that came out where Doctor Strange gave Peter Parker a birthday present, and it was a box that let him speak to Uncle Ben? No, I didn't. For like, what? It's, he that's... gave him a Christmas present. He was like, oh, dude, thanks for the present, but I can't, like, look at it right now. I have to, like, like uh aunt may and uncle uh, or aunt may and uh uh mary jane are throwing me a birthday party and i have to be there for it and he's like oh dude you know what take your time just whenever you're ready open it and he like went and had a birthday party and went upstairs like onto the roof and opened it up and it uh opened up like a uh, uncle it was like i want to say it was either an, another universe's uncle ben or like he actually got to speak to the astral projection of his actual dead uncle and oh wow he was like like, basically, he was just like, yeah, Peter, I know exactly what you've been doing, and I'm extremely proud of you. And, like, they hugged and stuff. It was super sad. That is so sad, but also amazing closure yeah. to, like, that whole thing. Like, literally, Doctor Strange gave Peter Parker an hour with his uncle. Or, like, maybe it was, like, ten minutes. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Like, I would totally read that. Okay, uh, 
yeah, so that's that's enough about cast, I think. Let's get into the main points. And uh, I'll start it off because um, we've already talked about this, but I think it's like my favorite aspect of this movie. It's Spider-Man because, well, I mean, that's what the movie's called. So I, I just I really do like this version of Spider-Man. Like he's like the way he kind of moves around the city is very like parkour and i feel like that's very accurate for someone who would swing around and climb walls and stuff so it feels very genuine that way and even the way that he like swings through the city it it's almost like someone is actually there swinging because it just feels like they have more weight like it doesn't feel like cgi and spectacle it feels like it's literally happening and someone filmed it so i have to give props to that um even though like most of this is at night and as we've seen with the previous the previous spider-man movies their night cgi was hurting very badly but the night cgi here if there was any like i'm sure there obviously was but like what they did was very good looking like it just looked very good and then um, the culmination of this movie, my favorite scene by far in the entire movie is when he saves the kid from the car on the bridge. It's just like it. That's what Spider-Man should be like. He's saving just like the random citizens. And when he like takes off his mask to like calm down the kid and gives it to him and tells him to put it on, like tells him that he can be strong and be Spider-Man like that's beautiful filmmaking and that's what i want from spider-man movies like i want to to like see very heartfelt things so i really appreciated that part of this movie and by far my favorite scene what did you guys think of spider-man aspects in this film i love the suit not a huge fan of the yellow eyes they're they're black, aren't they? Like it looks weird. I thought they were. I think the yellow. yellow is because of. Well, I think it's yellow in pictures because of like the reflection. But there are scenes where it's like straight up, just like a black lens. In Amazing Spider-Man Two, where they have like the straight white, like that's like the best Spider-Man suit. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent agree. That is the best live-action Spider-Man suit by far. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean about the yellow eyes. Again, I think that that's like a reflection from the picture because in that scene that I was just talking about when the, when he's on the bridge, like it's like shows a close up and they are like pitch black lenses. It is very weird. Yeah, they're, they're like a shiny black almost. Well, I'm not it's like, a basketball like suit. Not a super I'm not super into it, but uh I everything about the Spider-Man I love like they have web cartridges yeah yeah like there's a scene at the end where like he has a wound on his leg and he uses his webbing to like seal up his wound Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. fire yeah except for the fact that he does it super late like he literally tries to swing around and start leg for five minutes before he does that like bruh you could have done that so long ago (laughs) but yeah it was pretty cool still i love the way the webs look in this movie too like they look so much better than the last one (laughs) The organic webs that <laughs> I think everyone, most people would agree that the webs in this movie are just so much better. Like, not like in the web swinging scenes is the best yes. that has ever been on film, in my opinion, too. 
it felt like you were playing the Spider-Man yeah. PS4 game. Like it was, it was just really good. Yeah, a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, they they just, I I guess like that's what Sony's pretty good at is making spectacle look good. I I feel like anyway in some of their movies, and this is probably the best swinging through New York that we've ever gotten with Spider-Man. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. I think this uh, this new Spider Man is pretty pretty great representation of the Spider Man character. And going back to like the web shooters, I liked how like whenever he was clicking them, you could see the red light light up every time he would click them. It was almost like the suit was like alive with him as he was using it. I really like that aspect. Honestly really enjoyed the suit in this movie i know it's it's not the best spider-man suit but i think it's definitely up there for me and then i think uh the reason that this spider-man felt like so much more organic is because they had like a stunt team of seven people to be spider-man like there was one person for the like whenever spider-man was going to swing there was another person for mid swing and there was a person for the dismount or persons for flipping. Like this movie had a, an amazing, which is funny, an amazing uh, stunt team for Spider-Man. So that's why I don't know. I think that's why this Spider-Man feels a lot more organic than the other two that we have. I know it's def- there's definitely, you know, CGI work done, but this Spider-Man feels like he's actually there most of the time. Like, I know they do have, you know, this the CGI scene with Lizard and stuff like that. But whenever he's in the Spider-Man suit and he's not, like, actively fighting the Lizard, it looks pretty good in my opinion. But I definitely, I definitely enjoyed this Spider-Man and his Spider-Man-isms so much. Especially whenever he's, he first, like, puts on the suit and he's in the car with the guy and he's kind of, like, taunting him in ways that we haven't seen before it was it was pretty funny i remember when first seeing that and then i'm gonna go back to it again we probably beat it to death but the scene where he saves the kid it's just so like heartwarming and that's where Mm -hmm. he learns like hey i'm i'm more than someone who goes and hunts the killer of uncle ben i need to be i need to be the hero of the city which is like it's like dropping a weight on his shoulders. He probably felt that weight at that point. He was like, dang, I can be more than that. But it's also, it's a lot of responsibility for him to take on. But, you know, he he takes it on. And even the scene wherever he he, um, confronts Captain Stacy, they finally get him and take his mask off. No, he's like, I'm the only one who can stop him. And it's like, Captain Stacy realizes, he's like, yeah. Your guy with amazing powers, I guess I have to send you. So it was almost like he was being like pinned a star on his chest as a sheriff of New York City. That's it was it was really cool to see the Spider-Man work out the way it did. Yeah, uh, going back to the um, Captain Stacy side of things too. Like, I I really like the scene when they are um, at the like 
at he's at Gwen Stacy's house and they're eating dinner together and then they're having the conversation about like is Spider-Man a hero or is he just a vigilante and it was very subtle but um Captain Stacy was like oh, what do you think this guy's a hero and instantly like like he recognized in himself like no I'm not a hero like he didn't say I'm but he said no I don't think he's a hero because he kind of knew that he was I think he kind of knew that he was doing it for the wrong reasons like just getting trying to get vision, vengeance on Uncle Ben's killer so that was a really cool character moment that they slipped in there and that whole scene the dialogue just feels very natural so I I really liked that dynamic between Captain Stacy and Spider-Man again you, you seem to know an awful lot about this case. You know something that we don't know? I mean, whose side are you on here? I'm not on anyone's side. I saw a video on the internet. Oh. You saw the video on the internet. Well, then the case is closed. Well, no, I'm just saying if you watch the video, maybe he sends you a link. It no, looks like it looks like he's really trying to help. Yeah, sure, on the internet, he's being made out to look like some kind of masked hero or something. No, no, I'm not saying he's a hero. I don't think he's a hero at all. I'm what just, are you trying to say? I'm saying he's trying to help, and it looks like he's trying to do something maybe the police can't. Something the police can't? I don't know. Also, the best looking scene or one of the best looking scenes of like Spider-Man doing Spider-Man stuff is when he's uh, webbing up Lizard and like going like between his legs and all around him in a like a circle and webbing him up. The webbing looks great. The movement of Spider-Man looks awesome. That was a really good looking scene. Oh, yeah. He looks like a spider like wrapping up its its prey. It Mm -hmm. was amazing to see. Like, I mean, if you ever see like. You know, nature videos of a spider doing that. Like, that's exactly what a spider would do. Not all spiders, but certain types of spiders will do that. So it was really cool to see that. You know, they they use the spiderisms a little more in this movie. Right, yeah. All right, Freddie, I'll let you take the next one. All right, Connor. This score is ten times better and the Spider-Man 3 score. I disagree. I love the score in this movie. I'm sorry, Connor. I love this score so much more. It felt like it had life in it. It didn't feel like it was a dead corpse with someone inside it controlling it to me. That's what the, that's what the last one felt like to me. I don't me. know how you can oh, say that with a straight face when criminal. in Spider-Man 3 yes. they have the... Get on up. <laughs> Sorry, saying it with a straight face. I like this score so much more. You're objectively wrong. Okay, that's that's your opinion. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I love this score in Spider-Man Three, dude. I'm still standing I, I by that. I love this. I love this score so much more, man. I love, especially the scene with the cranes, where it's kind of the music is kind of somber, and then it yeah, does it that good. lead up, does that lead up into the main Spider-Man theme. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I just ah, oh, it feels so good. It feels like that's. That is also like when you can tell like Spider-Man, he's going to go be the hero of New York City. Oh, I just, I loved every bit of this score. I don't think, I think the only bits I was a little meth on was kind of like the lizard stuff or like if they showed a bad guy, they were kind of overdo it a little bit. But like every time it showed Spider-Man or um, Peter and Gwen or even um, whenever Peter was with... Uh, aunt may and uh uncle ben like i just love the it was just it was very sweet and 
good music and to me i it, it was a breath of fresh air from the last movie for me personally i know connor you love spider-man 3 score but i i love this one more i would listen to this one a hundred times before i had to listen to spider-man 3 <laughs> once i mean i still like this score don't get me wrong like just because i like the oh, other yeah, one yeah, better yeah, doesn't mean i don't like this one i really like the the amazing spider-man theme too and i'll be honest they don't even use it like it's it's best use is at the very end of the next movie to me i i've actually gone back and watched that scene multiple times just for the music but to me i really enjoyed the score especially i love how like it ends with it in this movie how you're played out by the triumphant spider-man theme yeah yeah that is good i just looked it up and james horner did the composing mm-hmm. for this movie did not know that i thought it was Hans zimmer uh but he, no, it was zimmer does the second one um so that's where i was that's where my confusion came from mm-hmm. how do you feel about it connor i mean i definitely liked it um like the the only thing that i would say against the score is that like this the more somber parts and this really isn't an issue with the score it's more of an issue with the tone of the movie parts of the like this movie kind of feels like dramatic and a little bit like i don't know like melancholy almost and that's not really what i associate with spider-man um like that's more of like a batman thing like especially even with like his character choices with trying to get vengeance for uncle ben's killer and everything feels very batman as opposed to spider-man to me Uh, and the music kind of reflected that at times but musically speaking it was very technically well done and i enjoyed the music itself for what it was okay okay and sean do you have any thoughts (sighs) ah give me give me one second Okay. Play a Spider-Man excerpt. <laughs> Man theme. I mean, it's all right. It's got a good trumpet. Very brassy. There you go. Probably quote from Sean. Probably wouldn't go out of my way to listen trumpet. to it. I mean, it's not as good as the uh, Spider-Man one or two, right, Freddy? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It definitely falls behind those, but I would put it above Spider-Man 3. Yeah. I guess I will grant you that. I disagree with that statement, but again, I like the score, so that's where I stand. All right, Connor. Your turn. All right. Um, Okay, well, we talked about uh, Dr. Connors a little bit, but I do have a point on him because he is supposed to be like a big part of this film. I just don't think they did the character of Dr. Connors very well. Like, I don't really f- get his motivations, nor do I really have much care for him as a character. The only really redeeming thing he does is he tries to save Peter at the end, but it's like, it's just because like the crazy brain of the lizard went away like that's pretty much all that happened and i don't know it's like it's like they already did the crazy trope for 
Green Goblin and Willem Dafoe did it extremely well. So it's like, why did they go back to that? They could have, like, what they do in the comics and in a lot of, like, the the uh, TV shows, like the animated versions of Spider-Man media, is whenever they do Lizard, they put his kid in there, and that's, like, an emotional grounding point for the character of Dr. Connors. And they, I have no idea why they decided not to do that in the live-action version, like, on screen. That was kind of a mistake from my perspective. Um, I feel like it really could have grounded him because obviously like just seeing Spider-Man with the kid in the in the car scene on the bridge, like that alone shows that he could have had really great like chemistry with a child actor. And I don't know, for whatever reason, they didn't do that. I to be fair, I think like the lizard itself looks good. Like, the CGI of it looks very realistic and very well done. And mostly, he looks very menacing. The only thing I don't like about the appearance of the lizard is the face. Like, they should have just gone with the comic version and had a more lizard-like snout, or whatever that is called on a lizard. Um, yeah, and like I, a nose. I, yeah. I, just a flat <laughs> Like a weird-looking, creepy... Yeah, Voldemort smile. I, th- yeah. I thought that that was a little bit of a weird choice, but the body part of the lizard and the the hands and the claws that all looks very well done. It's a bummer too, because like I don't really give it about the lizard at all. Like I, he's kind of like a B villain mm-hmm. in Spider Man's universe. Like they could have done for the first movie something a little bit cooler or something I don't know more fun. It is odd. Like I really want to see Craven, and I don't Craven feel like we're gonna and get Shocker. That. Shocker or, would or be both yeah. at the same time. I know like, that you were irritated about Shocker in the Homecoming movie. Like they kind of just oh so dumb. Did him in Shocker is one of my favorite villains, and they're like, <laughs> look at Shocker. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, Here, you and be they Shocker. didn't even do him like accurately. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like Shocker so much? Because of the Spider-Man video game where you fight him in the subway. The subway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Me and Connor <laughs> were playing that, trying to beat it. He's a foe he's a- in that game. A pain in the butt. It was just a really good fight. <laughs> that Rhino. Oh, Rhino, literally, Rhino's fights in video games literally consist of him running into something into a wall big and electric, and then <laughs> you just yeah, wail exactly. on him for a couple seconds and then rinse and repeat. Yep, it's like the Mister Freeze fight in Batman: Arkham City. <laughs> Except Rhino doesn't learn because his character in and of itself is like a dumb. Yeah. And he doesn't go, no, Nora, after every... Nora. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, they could have done, like, at least, like, Mysterio, or maybe they should have started with Electro. Like, because he's even more A-list than, it's, I don't know, than Lizard. It's like, I, feel just, like. I feel like every time Lizard's in the comic books, Spider-Man's like, ugh, and then handles it in, like, a minute and a half. And then he's like, alright, now there's real villains I have to take care of. Yeah, it is. Or he's like Kite Man of the Batman universe. <laughs> or Calendar Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh my God. God. Batman's like, God dang it. These people need to die or something. <laughs> Polka Dot Man. Hey, Polka Dot Man's cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe in Suicide Squad, but not in the comics. Okay. True. Well, he's also funny in Harley Quinn. I don't know if you've seen that show. No. Is that the one where they like. They make like adult jokes and stuff. Heck and yeah, it's amazing. Of... I love it. 
No, and I'm not saying it's bad. I was like, but like it's like rated mature yeah, it's the, or whatever. It's the adult cartoon. It's like yeah. the Rick yeah, and Morty yeah, yeah. of DC Universe. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love it. Me and my girlfriend love it. Anywho, nah. we're not here to talk about Batman villains. But um I I definitely agree with you, Connor. I feel like he didn't have true motivation. I don't know, I just felt they did the crazy trope just not as good as they did in Green Goblin. Like it it made sense for Green Goblin, but here I don't know like I don't I didn't see any true motivation for him to just start becoming a bad guy. Like why did he want to infect New York with a lizard people serum? Like that was the dumbest thing. That's that's the one thing about this movie I don't <laughs> like. The like I'm gonna make lizard people, ha ha ha. And then when it like, that's when the CGI for me was like, oh, I mean that's that's okay CGI. I feel like we could have done that better, especially the scene where like you see the guy get infected and his tongue goes. He's like, his tongue like sticks out. Yeah, yeah. It's very. <sighs> That didn't work. It just didn't. I don't know. I guess they just needed an introduction for Spider-Man. They're like, this is good. And it was okay. Like, for a first Spider-Man movie, it was okay. I personally, I don't I don't know who else they could have done. I know you guys are throwing out Craven. I, Shocker would have, like Sean said, like, I could have. I mean, I know he's probably not as A-list as some other ones. But still, I feel like that would have been an interesting villain. I don't know. It was also kind of weird how it was also kind of weird how he went to like the school to like get Peter Parker at one point. It was cool yeah. to see, especially, <laughs> but it's like it's still a little weird that 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 goes down that way. I don't know. It's and it's then, like why does he focus on that when he could be making more lizard people during all of that time that he's wasting? Like, <laughs> he doesn't. He's not even consistent with his motivations. Yeah, and then he's. He makes this dumb. I don't. I don't understand the part where like Peter walks to his sewer laboratory, and like it literally gives you expo. It tells you exposition right there, and I was just like, "This is a little weird." Like, why would he just leave all this for Peter or yeah. any homeless person to find? Like, he's like that makes no I sense. I better leave like, my entire master it? plan on this windows slideshow for anyone to find <laughs> also like how a James did he Bond set that movie. up he's in the sewer like did he route electricity from people's homes like down to the sewers and make a little lab station he's like there's like lab equipment down there and on top of that how I, another thing that doesn't make sense is how how did he get the lizards to listen to him oh the little like, like the actual lizards yeah how did and he speak lizard they <laughs> never explained that it's that's like a bug thing right like there's yeah i don't because he gets the lizards to like walk on the the webs at that one part oh it was, Dude, it was a pretty that... cool to see him make a spider web but like the way it all comes together is just the lizard part is just weird i that I think part that was, the had, was part. bad CGI when the lizards were walking on the webs. Like that just did not look real. And I don't know if it's because nah. they didn't have a good reference for like what a lizard would look like walking on like tightrope. It's funny how that it works uh, because if a good. lizard were walking on a spider web, it wouldn't be because it would be stuck. 
Exactly. It's almost like they couldn't yeah, find yeah, a reference like, for it because it's not physically possible. Yeah. I don't know what... Like, at first I thought the lizards were all chameleons, but they were moving way too fast to be chameleons. But they had chameleon feet. Like, if you look at a chameleon's foot, it has, like, a, a certain type of claw... And those lizards had that claw, but they were, like, moving super fast, like regular lizards that you see on the street. So I was like, what kind of lizards are these? Did he, like, create these lizards and <laughs> unleash them? That's what I was thinking, because there's no way there's this many lizards in New York City. There's just no way. Like, not in the sewer. There's, there'd be anywhere. more rats there. What, why would there be that many lizards? Like, I don't think of New York City or Manhattan as being a heavy population of lizards. Perhaps like, if that he makes were a no rat sense. man. <laughs> Instead of the lizard. Exactly. Rat man exactly. would make more sense. Then he would be a little bit more stacked. <laughs> What's funny is there's the scene with the mice in this movie and they turn into, one of them turns into like a monster lizard mouse and eats the other one. That was pretty gruesome yeah. for a Spider-Man movie. It's literally and like Connor, eating half of his body. Car, both of our names are in this movie. There's Freddy the Rat and then Dr. Connors. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed that because at one point that the um, the uh, representative for um, for uh, Osborne, Norman Osborne, he calls the rat Freddy. And I'm like, but he called it Fred. So is his full name Freddy, I guess? I don't know. It's Alfredo. It's Alfredo. Alfredo the Rat. (laughs) I killed I killed my female Didn't they make a movie about that? Uh, yes. Did they? Alfredo the rat they didn't he got in someone's hair and started cooking. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking Ratatouille? about? Ratatouille? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. His name is Remy. No. Sure. Remy's the rat, but the guy's name is actually Alfredo. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah that's funny. Sean, you I thought I thought you were trying to reference something from our high school years, but no, that's that's that was a real movie. <laughs> it's a oh, Pixar movie. <laughs> I was like, I know you like to call me pasta hair because my name roughly translated is that, but <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that's about really that. Funny. That is so Remember, funny. You drew me as a Jedi with pasta hair. I think I still have it somewhere. <laughs> I'm not 100%. We just got derailed there. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, I mean, it ultimately all comes back to the lizard. Like, he was just... He was an okay villain with a lot of weird things going on at the end of the day. And to me, I think one of the coolest parts about the lizard is when he first gets his arm. And oh, how that he, was like, pretty good. Yeah. Peels it. I love that effect. Mm-hmm. but then everything kind of starts going really weird like i don't know why the serum even made him mad in the first place like a mad scientist i wish that could have been elaborated on a little more dude and the transformation was instantaneous like he didn't even have time to enjoy having an arm that's like one of the things that makes lizard compelling because he actually like it's a conflict because when he transforms, he gets to enjoy having his arm for a little while and like playing with his kid and picking him up with both arms and throwing the ball with him. Like he gets to enjoy life with an arm for a little bit before the lizard takes over. That does not happen in this movie. He takes the serum 
has the arm for two seconds and then becomes a like scaly looking man beast. Yeah. It was really odd. Also, like, I'm. It was kind of hard to follow because they were like throwing too much like fictional science in there, but it's so weird how he becomes the lizard because like Peter gave him a formula and that's what they're going with that that formula is what created the serum but I guess the formula is still wrong because they didn't account for the lizard part of it so I don't know it's just weird because it wasn't even Peter's formula it was his dad's formula he just copied it from his dad's notebook that's another thing I don't like is how they made Peter's parents like a conspiracy theory yeah, that's probably one of my biggest gripes with these movies. Like, I, I think they the were trying something is... new. Yeah, because they 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 just want to try something new. They want to try and separate themselves from the first trilogy of movies. I I don't know where they were going with it. To be honest with you, I mean, they're the end credit scene even tries to point in a direction, and then the next movie. It just gets more confusing and more complicated. Does not follow up with that end credit scene at all. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I I really don't know where they were trying to go with that. The next movie, they try to explain some things about this, but they they it's never talked about like at length, like it should have been. Okay, wait. Going back to the uh, the Peter's parents being like spies. That is a what if, right? Like, isn't there a what if Peter Parker's parents were agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't remember. I swear I saw that comic in, like, Three Alarm Comics. I don't know. I, I can't dwell on it because I'm not going to be able to find it right now. But, yeah, I don't I don't really care for that part of this movie or the next one. And they lean more into it in the next one, too. It's just... What's weird is that he's, like, so invested in it at the beginning of the movie. And then when he starts doing Spider-Man stuff, he just kind of forgets about his dad. Like, he doesn't care anymore. So, it, it just, like, even it feels like the movie even forgot about it. And that was just kind of it. Yeah. That's all I have on the lizard. I don't, I can't really think of anything else specific. He's just kind of one note, and I didn't really care for him, so... You can move on with your next point if you want to, Freddy. I would like to take a moment to talk about the uh, character chemistry in this movie. I kind of hinted mm. at it at the beginning, but I think this movie has a lot of really great chemistry between most of the actors. I think the lizard was a little harder to like get the chemistry right, but like right off the bat, Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy's chemistry is perfect, bro. Like they, they, you can tell they were very comfortable with acting with each other because it just it just shows on the screen. Like if you showed someone who had no idea what good chemistry looked like, this movie, they're like, oh yeah, that has to be good chemistry because that oh, such good chemistry between. Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, and then even, like, we've already talked about Captain Stacy and Peter Parker and Captain Stacy Spider-Man. Great chemistry there as well. And then I I liked the chemistry between, you know, Peter Parker, Uncle Ben, and Aunt May. It, 
Def, uh, definitely the Aunt May stuff wasn't as good as, you know, the original, but I still felt it worked. Like, at the end of the day, it worked for this, the universe that they were setting up here. I really liked how they were setting all that up. Again, it was mostly the, like, the bad guy stuff that was just kind of a little flat. Yeah. Like, even the guy who worked for Norman Osborn. Oh, man. He was just... I forgot about that dude. <laughs> he was just kind of, like, scheming. I felt like he was just there to be the thing that pushed um, Co- Dr. Connors to the edge to actually try the serum, and that was it. That was really his only being. And then, He's literally not in the movie after that. Like, I, I honestly yeah, have no that. idea why he was in the movie. I don't even know what his motivation was. To no, get just, off the movie. They, yeah, <laughs> it's like Norman Osborn is dying. Like, what do you care? <laughs> Are you his well, butler? I guess, I, I guess he like worked for him or something, and that was just it. He, they were trying to figure out that before Norman was Norman Osborn died. But like, even Doctor Connors makes a good point. Everybody dies, so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just a fact of life. But they... he was actually contracted by Bernard to uh, save him. Safe Norman. Nice. Norman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like the character chemistry in this movie. I, I like the real chemistry it, in this movie. What'd you say, Connor? I mean, Sean. I said I like the real chemistry in this movie. The real chemistry? Was yeah, there real like chemistry? When the lizard picks up a test tube in the science class and pours it into another test tube and creates a gas bomb somehow i don't understand how he does that (laughs) that was dumb i think it was pretty cool (laughs) no i i agree with you freddie like for the most part um gwen and peter's like banter back and forth just feels very weird like it's definitely a little awkward at first but that was intentional like it feels like a real person and um aside from like one or two moments like where it gets really it feels like a little bit too like cringy awkward other than that like all of their dialogue feels very natural and it just feels like they're talking like humans so and i think that's one thing that mark webb does very well in his movies like the kind of more emotional side things like the human aspects so i thought that that was good um so uh you want to uh i don't know um want to what just, uh, um, I don't know, we could, I don't know, we could, uh, or we could do something else, or we could, if you don't, I mean, uh, like, we could, yeah, 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 either one, really, sure, okay, all right, good, sounds good, um, one thing about the relationship, though, that was a little weird, it, it was almost like, I swear, I feel like they had a scene in this movie before, placed before Uncle Ben's death where um, Peter and Gwen went on a date. And then I feel like they just took it out of the movie because the movie was too long. Because it just feels a little bit too rushed from him to go have dinner with Gwen Stacy and meet meet her family and make out with her for the first time and tell her that he's spider-man all in one freaking night on their first date 
that feels like it's way too rushed and they never say it's her their first date they never like outright say that so i really feel like they had another first date sandwich in there before uncle ben's death it would have made it feel a lot more natural at least i don't know you might you are definitely right connor that it definitely is kind of rushed and i feel like they did take out something by just i don't know if that actually exists we'd have to do you know research yeah i didn't look it up but i really anything that's the only thing that makes sense for me yeah i could definitely see that but who knows but still, at the end of the day, I think overall, it's pretty great chemistry between everyone. Yeah. I I also thought it was a little dumb to kind of dwell on the uh, like the promise he made to Gwen's dad at the end. Because like the movie ends in the sense that all the conflict is wrapped up. And then there's another like five minutes or so of him like trying to get over Gwen and like Gwen being sad that her dad's dead and that Peter won't talk to her. And then, like, they, I don't even know, man. He, like, listens to the voicemail and then is like, hey, it's okay. I'll do what I want. And then goes to school. And then the teacher's like, don't make promises you can't keep. And he's like, but those are the best kinds. That was a kind of dumb way to end. I feel like they should have just, like, ended it like after he made the promise or like he didn't even really make the promise verbally he was just kind of like oh yeah whatever you say man you're dying <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah exactly uh, you'll, you'll have <laughs> zero accountability for this what, what am i gonna be a <laughs> and be like no stupid Puh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do the splits over his dying body and then web away <laughs> teabag and swings away <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just felt like this, the promise thing, like they didn't do it how they should have. It just obviously he's gonna still date Gwen in the next movie, so I feel like the screenwriters just wrote themselves into a corner with that. Promise me, okay. Immediately breaks promise. <laughs> he's a menace. <laughs> Parker. Why did you send me? Why did you send me photographs of Spider-Man's bear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this works for you, sir. Wow, it's amazing! It's almost like you're the dragonfly. Uh, oh no, look at this! Oh, that explains it. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally in pictures. I'm a fat dude in the suit. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the the promise, Freddy? It was okay. I didn't. I I didn't dwell in it like the movie did. I just that's that's kind of the part after that whole scene. I kind of check out of the movie. To be yeah, because it's like, like the, the movie, movie feels like it's over at that point, right? I, like, I would have preferred the I, I movie to be over on. when Spider Man missed the web and uh, fell, and if it would just rolled the credits. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't latch onto the building. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, I, it, it didn't dwell on it too long. Yeah, it is what it is, because we all know that they're going to be dating in the next movie anyway, so. Yeah, someone's going to die in the next movie, too. <laughs> At 1.21 a.m. That is... <laughs> I forgot about that. Until you just said that, that is a nitpick for next movie. <laughs> all right. That was your point, wasn't it, Freddy? 
I think so. So it should be yours. I don't really have any more. Okay. Um, I don't really have any more either, but I do just have like a couple extra things. Like I did want to take a brief moment to talk about Flash because at first I kept like I wrote this down a couple of times. I was like, Flash is truly a horrible human being. Like, like the scene where he spills paint on this girl's like poster and then like mocks her for it basically like i don't know it was just like you're a terrible person but then like he actually kind of has a character arc throughout the movie like it's super sweet when he comes and tries to comfort peter after uncle ben dies and then at the end of the movie he's like coming and hugging peter so i liked that they actually kind of gave him a character arc i just feel like it could have been a little bit more smoothly executed but yeah, I just had that note about Flash. I just wanted to put that in there. I, I liked what they tried to do with his character. Yeah, as compared to the last one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe Manganiello. <laughs> Joe Manganiello. You're not saying his name right. It's Joe Manganiello. <laughs> Joe Manganiello. <laughs> oh, God. Freddie, you literally called Andrew Garfield uh, uh, Anganel Garfalodote or something. <laughs> I know. You, that was you on also purpose. called Mr. Ditkovich from the last movie Mr. Dinklevich, which is amazing, <laughs> but is not correct. <laughs> what? Oh, man, I thought it was Mr. Dinklevich. <laughs> that Dinklevich. Right. You know, the famous guy, Mr. Dinklevich. <laughs> Mr. Finkle himself. <laughs> nope, that's the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I, I can't pronounce his last name. Manganiello, whatever. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. There you go. Um. Okay, so, and then, okay, I, this is the only place I know where to talk about this. No one who listens to this podcast is going to care about this, but I realized this, and I can't believe I realized it, and I felt like an idiot for not realizing it. Oscorp Tower, geographically, is the same exact lot location in manhattan as stark tower in the mcu i don't know how i never noticed it because i spent so much time building stark tower in minecraft and like figuring out where it was in relation to the other buildings in 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 in, uh new york never noticed that the oscorp tower was in the same place because i had plans to build that one as well in minecraft back in the day so I don't know like how I never noticed it, but I did this time, and I just had to say that. Funny stuff. <laughs> Thanks for the reaction, you Building Sean. nerd. Yeah, I am. Happily accept that compliment. <clears throat> Anything else, Connor? That, that's all for my points. I think nitpicks now. Do you want me to start? I don't think I have as many. I I know I have some, but... I mean, I'm not going to say all of mine, because some of them were just kind of like stupid questions that I had throughout the movie, but... Yeah, you can go ahead and do yours first if you want to. Okay, so... I'm going to start with this one. So, in the scene where Spider-Man's robbing... Trying to stop the car robber... Yeah. Remember, the cop walks up at one point, and Spider-Man doesn't stop moving, and the cop... Literally shoots and Spider-Man ducks from the bullets. 
how did those bullets not hit the guy stuck to the wall? <laughs> like, they make it... The way he shoots and where the bullets land doesn't make any sense. He would have shot the guy because Spider-Man was standing in front of the guy whenever the cop pulled up. <laughs> so when Spider-Man's walking forward and he takes some shots, when Spider-Man dodges... That dude would have been shot by that cop. Like, the only reason he didn't actually get shot is because this movie's PG-13. So they were like, eh, let's just move a little bit. I <laughs> yeah, did not like, understand we that part. The scene and they were standing here and they shouldn't have been, but we can't re- do reshoots and this is how it's going to be. It just pans over slowly and it's just a absolutely devastated, devastated dead guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it really would have been, like realistically but oh well let's go with it and then um oh i think this this will be my last one but because this is all, this is all i can find the other one is thank goodness there were enough cranes in new york city at the time spider-man <laughs> needed them because otherwise we would have been doomed to turn into lizard people and i was like wow that's very it's very fortuitous that there were enough cranes in the right spots in New York City, whenever yeah the the placement it. of the cranes is what gets me because there there's one on every block on the same street leading up to Oscorp Tower. <laughs> there's no way yeah. that would happen. That there'd be some that would be some conspiracy stuff right there. If that actually happened, people would be like, "What's going on? Like, what's going on in New York City?" If there were that many cranes on the same street. Like, I get it. They were trying to do, like, oh, Spider-Man saved the guy's son, so the guy's going to help Spider-Man save the city. But, like, I don't know. That was a little too unbelievable for me. For me. Uh, All right, Connor. Let's hear yours. So, wait. I thought you had one about the scientists. Oh, yeah. Oh, frick. Yeah, I did forget about that one. In the beginning, Spider-Man just walks into that lab and there's no one there. (laughs) The one with the spiders. They're just... Yeah, they're just letting people walk into a place where there's spiders that have never bitten people before, and it's just it's just open. Anyone can walk in. Like, I know there's that gate code before you go in, but there should be a second one so no one walks in to this new type of spider that could potentially be exponentially deadly to whoever gets bitten by it. Yeah, Thank goodness it was human Peter Parker. Dave, did you lock like, the radioactive spider exhibit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's like, well, you didn't sound too sure there. You should, it, it, they're dangerous. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. It, yeah, I totally did. 100%. Hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a guy in there. Ah, it's probably just a bird. Just It'll a bird. fly away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 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 there's that. And then, of course, later when Dr. Connors leaves his master plan behind, like, what the heck? Did the serum make him stupid? Did the serum turn him into a James Bond villain? Like, I don't know. Yeah, again, the scientists are just (laughs) dumb. Yeah, and like apparently that passcode is so easy that someone could just watch you do it, and then it's that panel is ginormous. It's literally like a freaking iPad, so anyone could see you do the passcode. That was kind of dumb. That was just dumb. There's actually like thirty Spider-Men like around the world, and like they just haven't realized the abilities they have. Like, oh man, I got bit by that spider at that place, and now I can see fine, but I mean, I'm not going to test anything else, (laughs) though. Dude, yeah, just just 
his eyesight improve in this? No, he like, wears glasses for the whole movie. He does. I just yeah. realized this. So he he didn't have like any. Okay, no, he did. He like was breaking things. They did that like classic movie trope where you get powers and then you don't realize your strength. And then he was like breaking his entire like bathroom, which like it was kind of funny. Like they literally the did parts. that in Wolverine X Men Origins. I I know I know the last time we had Sean on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just gonna go with my nitpicks now too. But to uh, piggyback off of that, why are there so many spiders in there, and why are they just? out in the open like i get that it's this closed off room but no scientist could go in that room without being in like direct contact with the spiders like they weren't in cages they were just in like a habitat on a spinning thingy the spinning thingy was uh very important to the lore (laughs) directly out of the comic pages right (laughs) i refuse to answer any more questions please respect my privacy (laughs) Yeah, I, I thought that that was stupid that the spiders were just out. And, like, so many of them fell on him. How did he only get bit once? And then, I forgot about this. Once he gets bitten, the spider, like, sticks a web where it bit him. Yeah! <laughs> and it's, like, just dangling. That's, there's not, there's not how spiders work. They're not bumblebees, for Christ's sake. They don't <laughs> bite and then die, unless that's the type of spider. If that's how they designed a spider, that's stupid. Like, why would you do that? So every time it kills its prey, it just ends up dying? We need to make spiders. What does that mean, sir? When they eat, they die. <laughs> What's the point, spiders? Yeah, it was, it was rather dumb to do that. I was like, why even create the spider if it's just going to die after it bites once? Well, why create 50 million of the spiders if you're not going to do anything with them? Like, I don't know. I feel I feel like that's one of the weird things about how he was created, that it's all like an Oscorp thing. And even the web technology is an Oscorp product. He just modified it and fit it into like a cartridge type thing. So, like, I feel like too much of it came from Oscorp. And like, you don't even like Oscorp is just like a company in this movie. I don't know, that was weird. There's no burner. Zero out of ten. Yep. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm going to go through my nitpicks. So, going back to the bla- the glasses thing. So, when Peter gets those glasses, because he's like wearing contacts at the beginning of the movie. He doesn't start wearing the glasses until he finds his dad's satchel, briefcase, whatever you want to call it. And he finds his dad's glasses in there. He puts those on and wears them the rest of the movie. So somehow he and his dad have the exact same eye prescription because it doesn't affect his vision like badly at all. That is too coincidental. That would not happen. Uh, Number two, he uses Bing search engine and no one should ever use Bing search engine. And I get that that was product placement, probably Bing paid Sony a large sum for that product placement, but it was dumb. Everyone uses Google, and everyone knows that everyone uses Google. Uh, excuse me? <clears throat> I use Bing. You're a monster. Freddy, no you don't. <laughs> I use Bing. Freddy, why do you use Bing? You're a <laughs> sociopath. I, I use Bing because screw Google. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> if, 
it I only the only reason I use Google is when I'm on my Google computer. If I'm on my phone, I use Bing. Screw Google has Google computer. <laughs> I, have a Google, I didn't buy it. Where do your allegiances lie, Freddy? <laughs> Nowhere. I just I use I like using Bing more, but whenever I record the podcast, I the I have a Google Chromebook, and so therefore, I just, every time I search in the search bar, it uses Google. As well, it should. <laughs> I don't. I don't get a choice in that one. <laughs> but on my phone, I use Bing because Bing gets better search results than Google. Mm. <laughs> I'm not talking about this right now. This You're is up. not a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You have foiled my nitpick, Freddy, but... I'm pretty sure that's a war crime. Like, that's against the Geneva Conventions. <laughs> Just don't get Unironically it. uses Bing. <laughs> that is serious. going down as, as one of the things in this podcast that has happened. I like Bing better, I'm I sorry. I have never been more disgusted with a human being. <laughs> I get it. A human being. <laughs> a human being. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything else, Sean, you want to add? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and get, go on to Bing, bring up a search, and then uh, type in who hurt you because <laughs> someone hurt you, Freddy. <laughs> I, I right. love the controversy that this incited. People have hurt me, but it's alright. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Disgusting. Uh, jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's move on. Connor, next nitpick. Alright. This one really got to me. When Peter... I, I don't know. This is more of a question. Like I need to ask you guys. Peter makes his web shooters, right? And then he immediately goes to the top of one of the tallest buildings in New York, does a handstand on the edge, and then falls down and shoots his web and swings to the ground at the very last second. Tell me this is not the first time that he has tested his web shooters. Like, please tell me that. That was the first time. Probably didn't get any bad vibes off his spider senses and he's like this is probably fine <laughs> you just brought up another nitpick sean where is his spider sense he doesn't have spider sense he dodges a bunch of stuff in slow motion i think that's uh there is yeah, he dodges the bullets motion. and then he senses when lizards there in the sewer he does he feels lizard with his web he shot the web so that when lizard like no, no, banged no, no, no. against remember them, they would... remember when lizards hanging on the top and he's Peter's crawling on the web. Lizard's tail, like, goes uh, down behind yeah. him, and he's you hear like the, like you hear like a little sound, and it's basically him sensing it. And that's when he they start fighting. Yep. He 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 uses it. It's just yeah. not like yeah, there's no attention yeah, brought Lizard to it. Still gets the jump on him in that scene. True. Like still like destroys him almost. I don't yeah, know. I don't they know. didn't really focus. Like he does catch a fly, I guess. Which is maybe kind of spider sense, but I don't know. There's not much spider sense in this movie. And then also in that scene with the lizard, he leaves a camera with his name on it. Like, how dumb can you get? I get that that like they're just trying to like make Peter look careless 
or I think they were anyway, but it was still a stupid character decision. And it's like weird. I think think he should have written like SPI and then like cross it out and then put Peter Parker. (laughs) Anything. I think it's, I think it's weird that that happens because even um, Captain Stacy's like, he's messy. He leaves a mess. But like, if he's that messy, how come you haven't found a camera like that yet? That's true. Like, how do you not know this dude's identity at this point? Yeah. So, I don't he know. could be anybody. Not Peter Parker. <laughs> also, why was he taking pictures in that scene? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he was taking pictures. What was the that point never... of that? He's, do- he's, he's trying not to get action empl- shots. He's not employed by the Daily Bugle. He's just trying to get clout. Probably What's posting that? it on Instagram. I don't know. Like, I th- at first I thought he was trying to like figure out what the lizard looked like, but I mean he doesn't get the camera back, so we never know. All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, why does the sewer water in New York City of all places look like clean swimming pool water? That water would be filthy, and here <laughs> would smell like straight anus after swimming in it. Yet Gwen is like kissing and making out with him, and he's like all in her room and stuff. <laughs> His wounds would be infected by sewer poop. Like, the, no, don't tell me that. Like, that water is way too clean for New York City. <laughs> it's true. Oh, and Lizard, like, gashes his chest, too. Like, there are ginormous oh, slices. He'd be infected. Dude, he would get gangrene <laughs> so fast just swimming in that water. Hey, Peter, how'd you know I was here? Oh, I smelled you from down the block. <laughs> the scene, because like, when he's in the room <laughs> and Gwen's like tending to him and then it, her dad comes and she's, he's like, hey, do you want cocoa? Oh, what is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Gwen, what are you doing in there? <laughs> uh, sorry, Dad. I did. <laughs> Don't come in. <laughs> would have been a better excuse than what she gave him. <laughs> I saw a spider and I just crap myself. <laughs> sorry. I'm dealing with it. You have to leave. <laughs> You're kicking you out early. You're going to college. It's, I can't deal with the smell. Yeah. We're having complaints from the neighbors. I can see the air in here, and it's green and thick <laughs> with haze. There's a liquid seeping out from under your door crack. <laughs> <laughs> and it smells... Like if sewage had an expiration date and it was well past. (laughs) I've been around the block of New York and I've smelt that sewer before. (laughs) Gwen? Are you playing in the sewers again? Gwen, are you (laughs) Spider-Man? No. Okay, do your homework. Oh my god. (laughs) It is true though, like there's no way but guys always remember 
The sewer water is the answer. <laughs> Delicious nutrition, to say the least. No. <laughs> Tasty good. <laughs> I feel like our sewers looked better in the Codex than they did in this movie. Just putting that out there for everyone listening. <laughs> As a sewer actor myself, I can say that the sewers were represented very well in this movie. <laughs> oh, oh it's God. so deep. <laughs> <laughs> there are paw prints down here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Drop my whole uh, HTC M18. My new phone. <laughs> Why did you bring it? To record! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. We never used any of that footage. It's on YouTube. There's a commercial. Yep, that's that's all it is. We never oh, used it for gosh. anything else. Okay. Again, way off track. Okay, I only have two more. So, I this bullet graze that like injures Spider Man. I can know we already said that he waits forever to like spray his leg to stint it, but like, why does Spider Man have to hurt from a bullet wound anyway? Like that doesn't a grazed bullet wound rather like it just it grazes takes his a leg. Chunk of your leg out, it still hurts. He's Spider-Man, though. Like, that never happens anywhere else in Spider-Man. Like, he takes a grenade to the face in the first movie, and it does nothing to him. And I'm sure he takes worse in, like, later movies here, and it does, like, less than what this bullet wound does. I think it was probably just an annoying pain, and that's why... Like, it wasn't, like, a grievous injury that he's like, okay, that is gonna have to dealt with be dealt with at a later date, but, like, the minor injury was, like... Ow, ow, man. <laughs> it is really stupid that the cop shoots him, like, a full second after he's like, Don't shoot! <laughs> like, that dude's fired. You know how cops work? <laughs> oh, gosh. He has a knife! I, what? <laughs> no? It's <laughs> like, looking around. <laughs> the Wolverine cop. Or the cop in X-Men 2. Drop the knives! What? Do you think I put knives between all my fingers? Is that what you think <laughs> is happening right now? Okay, and then the last nitpick. I guess it's not really a nitpick, but like, I, just, I don't know. I feel I really feel like when they're fighting Lizard at the end, they pour so much liquid nitrogen on this dude, and it's, it's a minor inconvenience to this guy. Like, I feel like it... Like, lizards are cold-blooded. Like, they had that conversation in the movie. And meaning they need to be in warm climates. And this dude freezes him. Like, worse than Mr. Freeze could freeze you in Batman. And nothing happens. Like, this dude gets sub-zeroed and breaks his arm off. Or something. Breaks something off of him. Shatters it like glass. And he's okay. Like, he's just lizard. The only thing that does him in is the antidote. So that was kind of like, all right, does Blizzard really have no weaknesses other than this antidote? Like, that's it? Really? That's what we're going with? Okay. That's all I have. I think it's 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 that time where we... Yep. 
It's that time where we rate them and put them in a, a first to worst list. Uh, as is tradition, I we always let the guest give their rating first. So if you had to give this movie a between one and ten score, Sean, what would you give it? Well, like as a as a movie or as a Marvel movie. I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> I don't have a preference. Because, like, in the grand scheme of movies, it's not a great movie, but in the great scheme of comic-related movies exclusively, like, 8.5. Okay, so 8.5 for comic book, and what what about for just a grand scheme of movies perspective? I don't know, like a, like a 4. Oh, wow, that is very low. <laughs> well, I mean, like, comic movies are kind of boring if yeah, you're not into uh, comics, like like yeah. if, if you're putting it up against Scarface, like it's not a good movie. <laughs> or the yeah. Big Lebowski, or <laughs> I knew Top you were Gun. gonna say Big Lebowski. I was gonna say it for you, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Which we need but, to do like, that movie, by the way. <laughs> oh, dude, I literally I wouldn't even have. I've seen it a hundred times in the last couple of months. Like I could <laughs> write a book on this movie. I want my wedding officiator to be a Jeff Bridges impersonator. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Anyway, but, yeah, uh, yeah. like, like as far as like comic related movies go, like in the whole Marvel universe, including like DC and all like Marvel movies, I give it an eight point five. And then, like, I mean, like obvious, I don't think you should even say a scale outside of Marvel related or comic related movies. It's just like that's fair. There's like no Marvel movie. There's like no superhero movie that like can hold up to like genuinely good movies i mean maybe uh the last avengers just because of how joker many years oh yeah nah. well joker i mean that that was that was just like i wouldn't even say that was a comic book movie i would say it was based on a comic book movie or a comic okay. book oh, yeah I, yeah yeah Wait, i get you. i need yeah, clarification right. were you referring to endgame or infinity war uh endgame really because of how many endgame was lit dude no it was don't get me wrong but for a comic book fan like i don't think a regular movie would care which one was the oh yeah but like i'm just saying like how it took like 15 years to build up to that point and like there was like a scene where there was like a hundred people on screen who were all big actors and like i mean you can't can't really say that's just a comic book movie at that point like that's that's true renowned as like a banger film it's like a cultural movement yeah yeah literally i don't know like there's like when the power rangers teamed up with the teenage mutant ninja turtles like some things are just perfect (laughs) yeah we'll leave it at that all right freddie do you want to give your score i'll give it an eight an eight out of ten all right that was a good movie but you know had its flaws, but still, I'd watch it again. It would have been like a 9.5 or a 10 if it was like a different villain, honestly, for me. Yeah, Dude, yeah the villain really holds that. it back for me. <laughs> the villain and the, the parent <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I gave it a 6. Oh, okay. Wow, pretty low. I don't... <clears> yeah. <throat> I don't know. It's like, it's enjoyable. I just didn't remember it being as good as I thought it was. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> How about um, ranking between or like a, your uh, your worst to best Spider-Man movies ranking? 
Freddy. Uh, Sean, you don't have to do this because we've already been watching it, but if you want to, you can. Let me pull up all the Spider-Man movies. <clears throat> Just pull up. Well, he can Spider-Man do them one, all because two... he's not going to be oh, sure. with us for okay, the yeah. whole series. Well, as of at this moment, um, the worst is the Spider-Man 3. And then in the number three slot, I have Spider-Man 1. Number two is Amazing Spider-Man. And number one is probably always going to be Spider-Man 2. So there you go. I think this is finally where Connor and I will differentiate in our list. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised that you put Spider-Man 1 lower than this one. Yeah, so... (laughs) I'll go from best to worst. I still think that Spider-Man 2 is my favorite. Then followed by Spider-Man 1. Mm -hmm. Then (laughs) Spider-Man 3. (laughs) And then this movie. I don't know. Just it's just more uh, on an enjoyable scale. Like which movie I would rewatch again? I would totally rewatch Spider Man three again before I rewatch this movie. That may sound very offensive to some people, but that's just how it is. It's personal hey, preference. You do you, Sean. I think I, I think I would do uh, from best to worst: Amazing Spider Man two, Amazing or Amazing Spider Man one, Amazing Spider Man two. Uh. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3. Okay. What about uh the Tom Holland movies? Are those like the bottom um, of your list? Uh well no, if I I don't know how I would mix those into those that category, but um what what's it been uh Homecoming, Far and Far From Home are the only two? Yeah, Vulture yeah, and Mysterio around. basically. Uh did not like the Mysterio one almost at all uh i think i would probably put that towards the bottom of the list uh homecoming i did like but not as much as i would probably put homecoming before spider-man 2 so it goes homecoming spider-man 2 amazing spider-man amazing amazing spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 1 and then probably right before spider-man 3 i would put the second tom holland movie Okay. okay Yeah, that's fair. That movie was just rough. (laughs) Alright, guys. Well, that's that was The Amazing Spider-Man. Let us know what you thought about it. And let us know if you, like, who your favorite Spider-Man is. Like, do you think that Andrew Garfield is a better Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire was? Do you think he's a better Peter Parker? I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. I feel like everyone kind of is in the same camp that he's a better Spider-Man, but a worse Peter. And then Tom Holland is always said to be the best mix of the two. I don't know. <clears throat> Not really sure how I feel about that because we haven't it's done kind the Tom of TBD at this moment since we haven't reviewed the other ones. That's right. That's right. I know we've seen him before. I've I've seen Homecoming millions of times. I used to watch that before I went to bed, but yeah, no, I don't. We have reviewed it, so I don't want to give thoughts. That's just my. my Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of worried to do the next movie because people people take dumps like straight up steaming hot dumps on Amazing Spider-Man Two, and I haven't seen it in a while, so like. Electro was rough. Yeah, Jamie Fox Electro, Blue Electro. <laughs> Oh, he looks like the 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 White King from Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. But then again, Amazing Spider-Man 2 has the best Spider-Man scene of all time is when he's like going to the grocery store for like cough syrup because he's sick. Beats up that robber as sick Spider-Man. Oh my god, that was that movie. I always thought that it's was funny. the first one because of like the mask he's wearing. But yeah, you're right, that is the next one. Hmm. Yep, alright, well, that's all I have for this movie. Um, I think we ought to wrap it up here. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for recording with us, Sean, even though no. <laughs> you derailed it the entire time. That's okay. We what fully that. expected that. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to check us out, uh, we're on Instagram, at Pod. Uh, by the way, I am off of social media right now because of all of the spoilers for No Way Home. Like, I'm so sick of it. I don't want to see a single additional leaked photo. Like, that is making me so mad. So I may not, like, we may not be responsive on Instagram if you try to DM us. But we're still trying to make, I'm still trying to make the posts as we do the reviews. I'm just, like, not looking at my feed at all. Because I've gotten, my. Like, if Seth I Rose. if I see anything, I'll probably try to respond, but because I'm, yeah, I'm still like, on there, I haven't have seen you, anything from the movie, dude. I don't I've know where seen, you saw it. Ah, I'm so sick of it. Like I, that's why I'm stopping Instagram for now. Like, I saw so no, many I things. I know they released a poster, but I haven't seen any leaked stuff. People keep telling me about it, but I like I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Well, yeah, I keep hearing about it now. Like I stopped the social media like a week ago or two, and. Like, since then, people, like, my sister especially has been telling me all the things that she keeps seeing. And I'm like, I don't want to see them. Like, I don't want to know anything going into this movie. But, yeah, so, yeah, just still follow us there on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Give a give a rating for the podcast. That's what helps. So, until that, or until next time, I am Connor. I am Freddie, and we're thanking Sean for being here. And I'm the trash man. <laughs> and this is the Cinema Seekers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>